Well, good morning. That's our first podcast here today. Good morning, good morning. Giving this a little go. I'm Sebastian, I'm here with my wife. My name is Donna. And this is our first podcast, so we're going to give it a go, guys. See how it's going. Bit of introduction to myself. I'm Sebastian, working business consulting, variety of roles. We live in the Middle East, and now passing over to my wife. Uh, my name is Donna. I work in communications for the last about six years. Um, and I've always wanted to create a podcast. But who better to do it with than Sebastian, the Sebmeister? <laughs> now, for me, a podcast is a bit of a special thing because, as all those around me know, I'm dyslexic. So it's always difficult to transfer a message by writing. So technology improved, the podcast came along, and now the chance to sort of express our thoughts and feedbacks without uh, having to worry about grammar. <laughs> yeah, and you have a ridiculously good voice. Wow, that's actually nice of you. You too. So yeah, um, how did we decide to start this? I mean, it's always been an idea that's been bubbling for us, but it actually came about to us when we were on a long walk. Um on like day 21 yeah, of isolation. So we had been through every type of emotion imaginable. Um, yeah, and I think we have a bit of a bit of an insight into our daily lives. <laughs> During this lockdown period of coronavirus, we've been doing regular walks morning, evening. And you know, when you're walking, you usually walk for about an hour every morning. And you start putting the world to the right. You start chatting things through and having laughs with yeah. one another. And actually, some interesting insights, looking at things from different perspectives. And we thought, why not give it a chance to, to share that with, with others? So that's, that's what led us on to this. I think yeah. um, there's probably no better place to start this discussion, this podcast, than with the current situation, Corona. So... So our first episode, we're going to dedicate it to all those people that are struggling and have sadly been taken by this truly horrible health crisis that we're in the midst of. And uh, as we pay respects to those, we're also going to try to look and put a positive spin on what society can learn from the sacrifice that's taken those loved ones and affected those that are around us. Yeah, I, I think it's really important as well to... I just want to touch on a point that I think everyone, I think we should remember that isolation is a privilege and being in the comfort of your home or being able to go for a walk are things that not a lot of other people that are facing, you know, the, the same COVID-19 situation that are not able to do. And I think for us to give back and in a positive way, however way we can, if this impacts only one person, I think that's still um, good enough. So I think we just wanted to do something that was a bit selfless, um, share our thoughts, insights, ideas, tips. Um, mm. Like you said, I think we're, we are privileged, you know, in the fact that we can't self-isolate and we have a place to live and we have internet connections and, you know, we have a lot of... Uh, benefits that many people throughout the situation don't so mm -hmm. 
let's uh, let's get positive and start having a chat about a couple of ways that have been really, really beneficial for us. I know you, you've been developing yourself, self-learning, mm-hmm. helping stick to your routine. Let's hear a bit about that. Yeah, I think for me, the situation has really made me come face-to-face with myself in terms of a few things that I wasn't able to crack during the busyness and the the hecticness of our lives. Everyone's always so overscheduled and super stressed and you're thinking about a thousand different things. Um, planning our wedding, which we will cover in a different episode. Yeah. Um, That's and then, been an interesting one in this period. Yeah, but I think the situation being global has forced everyone on the same time in the same way to slow down um we're still getting used to this software a little bit so um take two yeah take two (laughs) let's kick back off where you are yeah but i think it's it's allowed for people to rethink the way that your day is structured for example um i'm not used to getting up at the same time every day but with the help of sebastian and also reading a book called The 5am Club by uh, Robin Sharma. Yeah, that's a really Definitely highly book. recommended for all the bookworms out there. Um, but the importance of routine, and I know it's something that, it's a concept that isn't new. Everyone's always talking about it, how important it is to build a routine in your life. Um, waking up at the same time every day, trying to get up early if you can, if that's feasible to you. Um, and I think, yeah, just practicing that now and being able to actually do that has really 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 changed everything for me in in a number of ways I mean I feel like I get more out of my day I'm definitely a lot more productive a lot more alert I feel fresher um yeah it's just a good way to kick off your day waking up at the same time every day so we've been getting up at 6 a.m and going for a nice Long walk for an hour. We couldn't quite make the 5am club. Yeah. 6am club is a good compromise. Um, But yeah, that's one good thing that has come out of this for me. What about you? Definitely. I think for me, something that struck me quite early on in this whole process was the fact that, you know, we, we live our days chasing urgency. Always everything is urgent. Everything has to be done now, 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 yesterday, whether it's work your clients want something from yesterday or your boss wants something now everything in our day-to-day lives prior to this experience was urgent Mm -hmm. and the slowdown in this world really redefined urgency yeah you know because we learned about the urgency of getting health supplies and hospital beds for me that that defines urgency not having to have something done yesterday you know the pace of life that us as a global nation global community was was at was ridiculous and it definitely was unsustainable i mean i'm I'm not saying deadlines aren't important of course deadlines are important you have to stick to that but the the use of the term urgency Mm -hmm. is something i think is very different and that probably coincides with what what you were saying dan is the fact that urgency means that you're constantly pushed out of routine. You have to let something, you have to yeah. do a little bit longer, you have to do a bit more, you have to wait a little bit later. That's so true. Uh, and that forces you out of routine and that forces you into a into a mental 
and also physical routine that's not structured, that's mm. not overly beneficial. It's like a state of like constant anxiety and worry. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't have to be. And I think you know, if the whole supply chain and everyone at every level can understand that things can be done in time, and often, you know, there's a book again just to refer to another book which is called The Creative Minds, and it's about um. It's about being procrastinating. And it actually says, you know, procrastination is good because you can create a lot more. You can rethink your ideas before you submit something. You can double check something. Now, I'm not, I'm not a fan of procrastination in general. Because no, I'm, I'm very efficient. I'm really proactive and yeah. efficient. But I think there is some truth in the fact that if you do take the edge off things, you can have another look through and really benefit from that. And I'm finding it personally for me in, in, in my work and my personal life as well just taking a bit more time spending yeah. a bit more time reading something learning something in depth you know following through with an article that i've read if there's a point that i find interesting reading a bit more about that rather than just skipping through and waiting you know moving on to the next thing straight away yeah. so for me that that's been a big takeaway so far no i like that and i think it's there's actually so much truth in that because there's it's in those short small sweet moments in the day where you take a little bit extra time whether it's reading or doing something for yourself where you really come up with the best ideas or something sparks and you think of something differently or you rethink how you were gonna submit that brief or whatever it is and I think um um yeah and I just think that when you allow yourself Seb often says a saying, actually, when you give time to time, time will tell. Yeah, that's what is it. it. Yeah. And I think, I think there's a lot of weight and it. it's very simple. But if you do give yourself or an idea or whatever it is that you're thinking about a little extra time, then it will unfold in ways that you didn't even think possible. I think often, and I think this is what's really challenging about this entire situation for many if not most, if not all, millennials, is that we're so used to everything just being so immediate and constantly on and we're always so wired, whether it's our phones or social media or our friends or gatherings or social obligations or power or whatever you want to call it. I think this slowdown, this like forced like breather is not only essential, but also it will be extremely beneficial for us on yeah, on a micro and macro level. Yeah, I agree with that fully. So. And I think one thing that this, this has allowed is it's allowed for people to learn and to value time at home, time with mm. family, time with, you know, even time with oneself to read a book, to, to spend time on learning something, because... Prior to this, like Dana was saying, we were so charged all the time. You know, people were people were leaving their families, leaving their homes, as, as thing on the bottom of the list, and that it's not because it was a conscious decision, but because of the it's working those environment and yeah, those urgencies, they they didn't allow people to learn how valuable and how fulfilling and how pleasant it is to spend time at home and spend time with your loved ones. And if if you don't know something. How can you pine for it or, or want for it or even build it into part of your life? So this, for many people, especially you know, the millennials, the 
the people that are just starting out in their careers and even those starting families they hadn't had an experience of this spending time at home and learning really the good things about life and how simple they can be mm -hmm. cooking at home and spending time with family now, now people know that they, they will want it more and they will mm -hmm. apply for it so they will build it yeah, again it's giving people an opportunity to learn yeah yeah I fully agree I think yeah I mean we want to hear from you guys as well what, what if what have you learned during this time yeah. in isolation and how are you spending your days? Yeah. I think it would be nice to hear as well. From and also, I, I've been reading a lot about organisations and how they're handling the situation and you know, it's admirable what some organisations are going through to, to secure their employees and to make sure everything's okay and obviously there's some organisations where they, where they don't have a chance and if your organization has an initiative that you feel has worked extremely well or mm -hmm. something you'd like to share with other people that they can suggest. You know, cause yesterday I was reading about uh, salary reduction. You know, it's a very sore topic and can be very difficult for many, many people to have. And something that is likely to happen to many people in this situation, although it's difficult. And One thing I worry always about salary cuts is the fact that there's people in organizations that far less comfortable than others so those typically especially in this part of the world lower cost labor really really struggle with these reductions and it really affects the quality of their life so i read about a concept which is living living salary standards so it means that those that are earning more get a bigger reduction because it's about ensuring that your quality or employees can maintain a, a standard level of living. So, you know, th those employees that earn less will face a lesser reduction and those employees that earn more will face a greater reduction just because I think that's a fair way to do it. It's the first time I heard of that concept. So rather than cutting across the board, I think it's important to secure those people in your organisation that really do need that extra help. This is an example of one initiative that I think is, is great and I think uh, it also something that can build a corporate culture during this time. Mm -hmm. It can bring management closer together with the rest of the organization and it can, you know, it can also show the people of the organization what your company is really about, your corporate culture, your vision and nowadays we're in a place where helping others and supporting your team is, is really important. So I think not only is this effective and, and humanitarian way of doing things it's also uh, from a business and a strategy perspective it's an effective tool to develop that culture when things recover things pick up yeah that's actually such a super interesting concept i've never heard of it before but i think it's it's um i think it's it's a bit i don't know how to how to phrase this I, for me it just makes it a bit it means that the tough times, everyone's going through them, They're but shared. with compassion. Yeah, yeah, it's shared, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I think it's it's almost like this whole situation, because everyone is experiencing it, it doesn't matter what your social status is or financial mm. status or where you come from or what religion or any of that. Like Everyone experiences it in the same way. Um, I think there's a lot of philosophical meaning to that, and I think that shows that in the example that you were showing of the salary reduction in an organization, it's almost like breaking down those barriers 
and realizing that these superficial things that generally do run our day-to-day lives, you know, we wake up in the morning, why to go to work, why so that we can get our salary at the end of the month, um, are essentials, yes, and they're necessary, but everyone works a job and everyone has skills that they can share and everyone is just as valuable, it doesn't matter what skills you have. Um, But yeah, I think it's an interesting way to look at things and I, I would love to see more companies adopting it. Yeah. Really good. So that's just an example, guys. So if there's something you know that that you loved about the way your company is doing things, let us know. Yes, yeah. please share. Yeah, good insight for us. And the other thing for me that I'd like to know about, I've been doing a lot of reading during these days. So if you have any good recommendations, any books, that would be excellent. And thank you all for your thank you all for your time today. It's our first podcast. We'll be uh, yeah, that was fun. I'm we'll be back soon. For the second we'll, one. Yeah, we'll be back soon. And, Wishing you all the best. You can follow us on Instagram at reconnectyou.co. Um, posting content there on, on wellness and mental mindset, how to be a bit more mindful, mm-hmm. especially during these times. Yep. Good luck with all and everyone keep safe during this time and we'll be back soon. Yep. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Take care. Bye. Bye.